And now, enjoy this free JZO Modcast show. Hey there, this is Ralph Garman, and you are listening to the World of Mythbits. You made an excellent choice. G'day from SA, this is Tim here, with episode 214 of the World of Mythbits. Welcome everyone, welcome to this episode, uh, and today's episode I wanted to theme on uh, holidays or travel or um, fantasy uh, places where you might want to roam and explore. And uh, the reason for this, um, there's a couple of reasons. One of the reasons is our little boo, our, our little artist, our youngest in our family of three, uh, three kids has jetted off for a school trip. Uh, that was an early, early drop-off um, at the airport. Uh, needed to be at the airport by 4am, uh, and we made it. My wife and I worked as a team getting uh, our little boo out of bed and dressed and ready, and, uh, and off we went. A big, big uh, logistics operation, but it's all, it's a class trip, um, to explore our nation's capital, the, uh, the, the city of Canberra. And I'm sure that she's over there at the moment, Boo, uh, having a wonderful time. And by the time this goes live, uh, Bethany, uh, Miss Bethany Boo should be in, uh, back in our, um, welcoming arms again and yabbering away. Uh, at all the amazing, wonderful things that uh, that she did with her school class, um, in uh, yeah, in Canberra, uh, looks like fun. Uh, I'm uh, my wife's got me onto the uh, the school Facebook page that's been specifically set up for the trip, and yeah, it looks like they're having a great time. Uh, wonderful, wonderful fun, which is great. Um, I know uh, my daughter asked for, um, she's just turned 13, so I've got a house full of teenagers now, and it's very, very, very scary. Uh, but she asked for bacon and eggs for breakfast for birthday morning. And I'm like, um, it's a school morning, uh, and you're going to school. So uh, I don't know how we're going to fit bacon and eggs in. But uh, I did manage to, uh, to get in uh, a couple of quick pancakes with um, cut up strawberries mixed with the mixture. So uh, she seemed happy with that, which was good, which was nice. But um, no, uh, no bacon and eggs for her for birthday morning. So lucky enough, it looks as though they've had bacon and eggs for breakfast for the first morning in Canberra um, with, uh, with the school trip. So, uh, so hopefully she'll be ha- happy with that, satisfied with, uh, with that bacon and eggs. Um, and uh, also the, um, the theme of travel, the theme of uh, of trips, of places to visit, uh, either uh, either real or imaginary, or uh, present, future, or uh, um, not prehistoric, but certainly from the past. Or you could go prehistoric if you wanted to. Um, that brings me to uh, a quick housekeeping and looper. Uh, just a couple of things that she wanted me to pass on. Um, 
I've been asked specifically to uh, to talk about Promised Rewards. That's that's uh, Cliff Flint's book, which is an adventure story from the perspective of a medieval bard. And uh, Troubledores, the um, the the singers, uh, the newsbringers of the day uh, of the time, would travel everywhere. They would uh, wander throughout the kingdom. Um, they would uh, earn uh, earn uh, a place to sleep, I guess, and a feed, uh, and maybe some coin along the way. Um, so yeah, it'd be very, very interesting to see how uh, how Cliff has uh, has managed to um, to tell that story from the uh, the medieval times. And I would uh, I would have to say, um, oh, have to mention that that was of course the uh, the winning uh, entry in the open open contracts challenge for twenty twenty two. Once again, congratulations to you, Cliff. Uh, and that brings me, of course, to the fact that um, the Open Contracts Challenge for 2023 is uh, almost upon us. The, um, I believe that um, the website has been updated to, uh, to reflect this year. Um, a blank space waiting for 11 lucky entries. And uh, I believe we need to get our entries in... Um, the 20th of March seems to ring a bell. So I, for one, will certainly be checking out that site, seeing if it's now is the time to uh, to get your entries in or if we have to wait uh, patiently or impatiently till the, uh, the 20th of March. Very, very excited about this opportunity. Um, very, very cool. I think the, um, the idea of a bard wandering through a medieval kingdom is... Uh, yeah, very interesting, very exciting idea. Um, and yeah, if you uh, if you have thought of uh, that particular sort of style of poetry or style of um, of uh, of storytelling, that's you. That was going to be your theme. Uh, maybe you might have to rethink where um, where you're going to head with your entry. Uh, because, my friends, that has been done and dusted, and successfully so. Well done, Cliff. And then, of course, uh, housekeeping as well. have to mention, uh, due to the snows, the storms, um, Dave and Luper having a lot going on too, probably, I'd say. That would be uh, a bit of an influence on it as well. Um, there has been a delay with the, uh, the February magazine, the February edition of the World of Myth magazine, and um, the uh, the plan now is to bring out the February-March edition, so uh, hopefully the snows stay away, the storms stay away, the internet runs beautifully uh, without any glitches or hiccups, um, Looper and Dave make sure you have plenty of raw chicken on site to, uh, to keep the, the gremlins satisfied uh and um yeah looking forward to uh to seeing what happens there and i believe don't quote me but i believe that they are still saking still saking still taking submissions for uh the february march edition uh and i believe as well anybody that hasn't heard back 
yet on their February edition. Um, if the internet stabilised uh, in California, in the 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 home of uh, technology, I uh, I guess you could say. If it's um, if it's all good, all running well, then I'm sure that those uh, confirmation emails will be coming out from um, our chief editor Steph uh, very very shortly. But I'm sure that there's uh, there's a lot of entries that she's uh, she's still sifting through, wading her way through. Um, but yes, I believe that uh, the um, the same rules apply for. Um, for March, as they do every other magazine, every other um, online publication, that uh, it's still open, I think, till the 15th of the month. But we'll see how we go. Hopefully, uh, there's not too much for um, for Dave to be coding uh, already. Uh, it may be, uh, may be necessary to uh, to cut it off but I don't know. That's not my call. Um, only only Steph and Dave will uh, will really um, have a bit of an idea on that. I'm going to be uh, keen to see whether um, Michael uh, is able to uh, to sneak in two artist reviews and two book reviews for um, February and March, or whether uh, he's been limited to uh, to just the one. For uh, for the publication, um, keen to see if there's going to be a um, a computer game or a um, uh, electronic game um, review as well, uh, and a comic like uh, graphic novel review. Um, I wonder. Uh, it'll be interesting to see um, if somebody uh, does a review of American Smash. That'd be kind of cool to. Uh, to have a uh, a bit of an insight uh, on the, on that comic series, very very cool. Um, so anyway, I think that is oh, and of course, um, check out MythMart. There's the um, the book of the month as well that you can sign up for. Um, great uh, great rates there. Um, please support Dark Myth Publishing. And any other indie publishers that you are uh, you are aware of and that you know of, um, the uh, the only way that uh, that these um, wonderful businesses can continue, and they are businesses. They're uh, they're great opportunities for um, for us independent writers uh, and poets and artists submitting work to uh, to these wonderful independent um, publishers. Uh, the only way that they're going to be able to keep on going uh, and keep running their business and keep giving us these opportunities is uh, is if we find a way, some way to support them. Um, so please do. Please, please make sure that you jump on. Check out MythMart, <coughs> Dark Myth Publishing. Um, yeah, and um, yeah, buy a T-shirt or uh, sign up for uh, Book of the Month or... Um, Buy one of these amazing books that they're uh, they're producing. Um, make sure that you do check out uh, in a week or two. Jump on, and there should be Cliff's book there. Um, promised rewards, and I promise that it will reward you with an incredible read. So now, on to the theme 
for today. And where would we like to go traveling? Uh, I was actually um, chatting with, who was I chatting with? I was chatting with somebody uh, at the air, no, last night at um, my, uh, my other daughter, Nen, at, uh, at her year 10 information session um, about getting ready for getting into university. So the school that she's at is already focused on year 10s and where they want to end up with their careers, with their life choices and, uh, and that sort of thing. Um, so they're already looking at something called SACE. So we're in South Australia, South Australian Certificate of Education, I believe it's SACE. Lovely anagram there. SACE has been around since I reckon my high school days, which were probably close to 30 years ago. So it's evolved, it's changed. Um, but one of the things that um, the school is now offering for its uh, senior school students, it's year 10, year 11, year 12, um, is the language Italian. And um, my daughter and, uh, and a girl that she knows sort of looked at each other and went, I don't know about Italian. Uh, we've got a bit of Japanese background. Uh, I know that my, uh, my kids did a bit of Japanese in primary school um, and they've focused on German now that they're going through high school. Um, at our local high school that we started them off at, they started with German and then when they moved to, um, my girls moved to a, um, a private school, um, they uh, continued with German, which is great, which is good. I think it's, uh, it's very important to have another language um, English is very predominant throughout the world. Uh, a lot of cultures are picking up their own language and English. Uh, it seems to be the, uh, the universal language. Not everywhere, but it seems to be the universal language for, um, for a lot of places in the world. But I think it's great to have that other language under your belt uh, to be able to learn about other cultures as well. And yeah, take the opportunity to travel too. Uh, my son, my, our fingers are crossed that, uh, that later in the year he will have the opportunity with a, uh, a small group from his high school that he's going to, uh, to travel to Japan, which is super duper exciting. He's always been fascinated by um, anime and manga and Japanese culture and that sort of thing. Uh, he hasn't really, like he got into the language a bit through primary school, but that's sort of fallen by the wayside a bit. Um, since uh, he's now gone through um, year 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, so what, 4, 4, 5. He's sort of going through his fifth year of, um, of secondary schooling now. Um, he, um, but yeah, he's, uh, he's always had that, uh, that keen interest in um, the Japanese culture and uh, Germany, Japanese movies and uh, television shows and that sort of thing. Um, he swears black and blue that uh, our um, our references to uh, to eighties and nineties music. Oh yes, that's a a JoJo reference. The, that's where he's first come across it. So he believes that that was the original. Um, we uh, we try and uh, explain to him that it's a fan of that era 
the music and the movies at the time that um, that has uh, has taken that and given it a slight twist um, so that they can use it for their show and uh, and he's like no 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 it's definitely a Jojo reference I'm like okay all right yep whatever <clears throat> but anyway so uh, trips to Canberra trips to Japan trips to um, I know when I went overseas what was that 20 25 years ago maybe um, I, uh, I was lucky enough to uh, to wander a bit through Germany and uh, and the Netherlands Holland um, got to see some beautiful places uh, explored a lot of the UK so uh, England Ireland Scotland Wales uh, yeah that was great fun I'm sort of uh, I'm keen in uh, medieval history that's um that's something that uh as a boy I was very interested in uh read a lot of stories and did a lot of research uh search about that uh, sort of had a look at the history of the Magna Carta and uh and that sort of thing and that's where um I think what's stemmed and branched out of that was my interest in um in uh fantasy in um that sort of sword and sorcery uh, Dungeons and Dragons, um, playing the old Commodore 64 games, uh, Might and Magic 2, uh, the um, sort of uh, as uh, as my computers improved throughout uh, over the years, I'd uh, I'd grab the Heroes of Might and Magic game, uh, went through one, two, and three of that. I think they're up to like six maybe now of that. Um yeah, my uh my son's into um different uh fantasy games. Um he sort of tried to get me into uh Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, which was good fun to play on the uh Nintendo Switch. That was kinda cool. Um I uh, I am nowhere near as good at it as uh as he is. He's sort of gone leaps and bounds and uh and beyond um with a game like that and all sorts of other games like uh watching him play um Elder Scroll I think that's a real dark one but a good fun one um yeah very cool there's lots and lots of uh lots and lots of games out there uh that sort of can inspire your writing um uh, and uh sort of keeps me uh keen in that uh that fantasy genre um I'm really enjoying playing um the Cthulhu board game Cthulhu themed and uh Lovecraft themed board games with my uh, my brother-in-law Ben that's um that's all really cool very good fun and um I have to say it's uh it's got me uh interested interested in um wanting to uh to holiday like a fantasy holiday to um like the oh maybe the Jack the Ripper times, or um, like that nineteen nineteen twenties, nineteen thirties, England or America or uh, that sort of thing. That um, that seemed like an an eerie time. Uh, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of interesting beliefs and a, a lot of interesting things happening. Yeah, and um, of course, love to uh, to uh, one day visit Middle Earth, and I mean, um, thanks to the uh, the touristic 
experiences that are now available heading to New Zealand. And I know my wife would love to uh, to head to New Zealand. She's got some friends that um, that live over there that uh, she remembers from her nannying days. She uh, she used to be a nanny before um, we uh, we met and got married and settled down and sort of created our own life together. And um, she. Uh, yeah, she she's nannied in Japan. She's nannied in um, in Indonesia. That was an interesting experience for her. Um, nannied in uh, in England, in America. Um, so seen a lot of the world through work already. Uh, she did have the opportunity to nanny in Jamaica, which uh, which would have been uh, a very interesting experience for her. Um, but of course, I uh, put a snuff on that when uh, when I asked her to marry me and we got engaged. And that sort of flipped the switch. Uh, and then the script became um, focused on our uh, our wedding. I think we, um, we were married six months later. So that was very much the focus for us. And then there was the trip, um, the time, like about, what, nine months or so. I think that we spent in living in Melbourne together, uh, in a uh, an outer suburb of uh, of Melbourne, um, where we got uh, we got to try living uh, on our own, doing things on our own. Um, yeah, that was a a beautiful uh, beautiful chance to uh, to sort of bond with some special friends. Um, I got to uh, got to know um, Heidi's friends from. Uh, from Melbourne uh, and Victoria a lot better, which was uh, was wonderful, getting to know her a bit better as well. Um, and we just got to know ourselves uh, and how we work together as a team uh, and how we got through um, some of life's hurdles. Yeah, that, uh, that first year of marriage together, um, there was a lot of learning going on but a lot of beautiful, beautiful moments. Um, I learned not to touch the Tupperware cupboard, especially when my wife was away for uh, for a uh, a bit of a uh, a long period of time. Um, but I also learned that um, when Heidi does go away, I've got these wonderful, amazing friends and family that uh, that will make sure that uh, that me and the kids don't starve. I mean, not that I would ever starve we've got food in the house and i can cook pretty well um but yeah there was uh there was a lot of um learning opportunities there which uh which was good and um they uh they only strengthened our relationship and uh and brought us closer together and uh and also got us our first pet uh a kitten and uh and i discovered the joy of um actually having cats in the house and the fact that cats aren't just monsters cats actually have their own wonderful amazing personalities um and they can be very loving uh they can also be very sleepy i can see two of our four cats um one is uh in a lounge chair sound asleep and snoring and the other one is uh in the kitchen i can sort of see through the archway i can see into the kitchen um, Max has his favourite chair and um, he's very much crawl, crawled into a ball 
uh, in the middle of his favourite chair, having a wonderful sleep. So, um, yes, but I keep getting off topic. I keep um, needing to focus. So where, I wonder where, listeners, I wonder where it is that you would like to travel. And would you ever want to travel into the world of your own making? So uh, I have a couple of stories going on at the moment. Uh, my Paethra's Tale, uh, my medieval fantasy style world um, with my, uh, my silver uh, from the forest, my Vizork from the desert, and uh, the humans that sort of dwell um, within the, the, uh, the two different uh, extremes. Um, they've sort of populated the, uh, the rest of the world along with a spattering of, uh, of dwarves and gnomes and other um, fantasy sort of races that uh, I'd have to say don't really get much of a mention. I, um, I've uh, published the first novel, The Eleventh Tome, which um, I'm pretty proud of, but uh, I'm working for Dark Myth Publishing on, uh, on the second book and hoping, fingers crossed, that maybe we might be able to republish my first book with Dark Myth Publishing and do a better job of it. Uh, my self-publishing effort, I must say, was a stumble, trip, fall, over the line style publication. Uh, love the story to bits. And um, I, uh, I'm super thrilled that a friend of mine, Ben, uh, was able to, uh, to actually... Uh, use my novel as a uh, a tester for a um um a design program that he's been working on uh trying to learn how to use and uh he's actually for uh for me created this brilliant amazing map which um he's designed to add to the publication which I uh, I'm super thrilled about and uh and I would love to be able to use um uh, so if you're listening Looper uh, Dave, um, call me. I uh, I would be keen um, with um, the second book in uh, the Prophecies of Andropol. Uh, I would be um, very keen to uh, to maybe include the map in that, or um, if we could republish uh, the eleventh time. Um, love to work with you on that maybe uh something for next year or for the future um uh, and uh and hopefully um the uh the running title at the moment of the picturesque picaresque is uh is a successful one for dark myth publishing and a successful one for moi and um yeah hopefully we can look at the um the third title in the series uh of always wanted to write that uh that fantasy trilogy um and that might be the one that um that sort of explores the other races so i've sort of looked at the the humans and then i wanted to focus the um the current story that i'm writing um as uh Paethra's tale um that is going to focus uh if you haven't been following it that's focusing on the silver um on my uh my forest dwellers my uh my um magic 
users, I guess, uh, for usually for good, which um, yeah, it's more the uh, the Vorzerk who are um, I've sort of painted as the um, the evil race, the villains, um, the threat in uh, in my original story, and they sort of continue in that role in um, in the second story as well. So uh, it might be that the third one, uh, we might go uh, way, way back in time and um, we might look at uh, the other races as well, I think would be fun to explore and sort of make them more prominent. So there's, um, yeah, there's a few ideas bouncing around. So I might need to take a trip to, um, to that fantasy realm. Uh, in my mind, of course, that's the uh, the only way to travel travel there uh, the only possibility uh, those fant- uh, those fanciful um, style holidays and visits um, that sort of just popped into my head was this crazy idea of uh, I know that there have been um, in libraries. Uh, that I know of, they have done something called armchair holidays. And so they've actually, um, people that have traveled overseas have uh, taken videos or have taken photographs of their, um, of their travels. And they have actually um, visited libraries as guest speakers to actually take the community through that experience of traveling to Peru or traveling to Prague, or um, traveling through South Africa, or uh, a visit to London, or um, making their way through, uh, through the high country of China, or um, Italy. A uh, great op- opportunity to, uh, to have a look at uh, a specific city like Rome or Florence, or the country as a whole. Or um, maybe the island of Sicily, uh, or uh, or Milan, um, or um, yeah, lots and lots of opportunities. I wonder if somebody could ever come up with the idea, the concept, and I wonder if it would be popular to actually do an armchair trip to a fantasy realm. Whether it's um, it's. Uh, Travels through uh, through Middle Earth, uh, or um, a trip to Narnia. Um, you might head through the uh, through the wardrobe, past the fur coats, and uh, into uh, the forest of uh, of fir trees and the ice and snow. Uh, how the uh, the White Witch has um, has transformed the realm. Yeah, there's uh, there's some interesting opportunities. Um, we uh, we might um, explore a uh, a brand new um, fan- fantasy fantasy realm. Um, maybe uh, somebody might take the opportunity with um, the new uh, Breath of the Wild game that's uh, that's coming out or come out. I'm uh, I'm not sure if it's available yet. I know it's uh, it's certainly in the works. Um, or Elder Scroll, like the uh, a real dark fantasy realm. Um, beautiful, 
but uh, but stark, like uh, real horrific. Um, yeah, so yeah, very very interesting opportunity. I wonder where, if that was the, uh, if we had a chance to do that, where people would uh, would be interested in going, uh, would like to go. Um, I would have to say, um, some of our regular, um, regular, those that, uh, that are regularly submitting to, uh, the World of Myth magazine, um, Dawn, Lynn, um, yeah, there's a, uh, Jim, there's a, uh, a few, uh, few names that sort of come to mind, uh, Jim, I'd be interested in uh, in exploring some of uh, some of your realms, the uh, the utopian, dystopian um, type places that uh, that you're uh, you're regularly writing about with your uh, your flash pieces. Your um, I don't think they're drabble so much, but um, yeah, certainly uh, certainly interesting. Uh, the sort of world that you're painting. Um, Dawn, uh, yeah, the uh, the dark depths of uh, of your mind would uh, would certainly be a uh, an interesting place to explore. But I think uh, after spending a bit of time there, I would need to step out and uh, maybe spend some time in your head, Lynn. Yours uh, seems to uh, more often than not be um, the the sort of um, the exciting place where children can go and be challenged, but then be rewarded to um, discovering the mystery, um, the uh, the re- reveal that the um, what was uh, what was so frightening is not so frightening after all. Learning to overcome your fears. Uh, I must say, some of the places that. Um, that my mind has taken me to with my stories. I'd have to say, um, maybe I don't want to go there. I don't want to explore them. Uh, I don't really want to go back. And yet somehow they seem to draw me back in. Uh, Opening the lid and uh, wandering down the rabbit hole. Uh, Trying to whistle Dixie, but the darker it gets, the... um, the harder it is to whistle. Not that I can whistle, unfortunately. It's uh, one of those um, skills that you've either got or you don't. Uh, and um, I certainly don't. But um, luckily, I do have the ability to um, to write a, uh, a half-decent story. Uh, and um, yeah, it's uh, it's got me thus far through... Uh, the uh the last five or so years of my life that um i'm looking forward to the next five ten fifteen twenty of uh continuing to explore where this whole writing idea can possibly take me um yeah the uh whether i branch away from the fantasy realm or uh whether i regularly return to it it uh it was my favorite genre for a long long time but um, I'm starting to discover that uh, that horror is fun to write. 
and general fiction is uh, is really interesting to write too. And uh, something that I've always, always wanted to dream of doing is to write a novel that my wife would want to read. So uh, that's my challenge for myself. And um, I'm sort of working on ideas at the moment. Uh, but I think a, uh, a general fiction novel with, uh, with a bit of romance thrown in, um, that's probably uh, still a, uh, a long, long way off uh, coming to fruition. Uh, but we'll, uh, we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, it's uh, who knows when the, uh, the influence will strike and uh, when I will, um, yeah, just have that, uh, that urge, that idea that will just take off and, uh, and I will have no option but to produce this amazing story that my wife will love. And hopefully um, people in general will, uh, will want to buy. I, uh, I understand that um, it's, uh, it's a real fantasy realm, uh, a fantasy uh, world where um, you, uh, you sort of, you write to make money and uh, you write so that you can give up your day job. That's, uh, that's probably not a reality for, uh, for a lot of us. It's, uh, it's like the one percenter. It's the one percent that, uh, that a few of us are aiming for that, uh, that many of us may never get to. But um, it's a great dream, a, uh, a, great, uh, a great place to aim for. And then, of course, there's um, the wonderful many that are just writing for pleasure and uh and getting pleasure in being able to uh to see their work published um and um yeah the for um for those uh sometimes they're just lucky enough to uh to stumble across the uh the right opportunity that leads on to bigger and better things and bright lights and fame and fortune and everything that goes with that. Um, but for the majority of us, I think it, uh, it's going to be a um, write for, uh, for the joy of writing and the joy of sharing those stories. So, um, yeah, as we, uh, we think about it, um, holidaying and, uh, and, fan- uh, and going on trips and going on journeys... Uh, I think as writers and as artists, we're, uh, we're lucky enough to be able to take those journeys constantly and regularly uh, in our minds as we, uh, we tell new stories to ourselves and we get to share those new stories with others. Um, and yeah, they're, they're kind of like armchair tours of, of the places in our mind. And uh, and we get to meet those uh, those characters, get to meet those people, and uh, we have the joy of discovering that story firsthand and first time, and uh, we uh, we get to see the people uh, and get to meet the people that get cut from the story that maybe appear in another story uh, in the future, um, old friends returning. Uh, being introduced to potential new friends it's um yeah it's the the joy and the privilege of being an artist and the joy and the privilege of being a uh, a poet 
and a story writer. Um, and uh, yeah, it's so much fun. And as long as it still continues to be fun, uh, I encourage you to, uh, to continue to do it. Don't write aiming for the riches. Don't write aiming for success. Write for the joy of writing. And uh, if you're finding that the story is not bringing you joy and not, uh, you're not engaged in it, not excited about it, um, leave it for a bit, work on something else, uh, or jump ahead to a new scene, um, jump ahead to, uh, to something in the future, or tweak something from the past, sort of wallow again in that, uh, that place where, uh, where you were having fun. Um, where you were um, engaged and, uh, and keen to see what happens next. Um, you don't have to push on. You don't have to, uh, to uh, continue to struggle with, uh, with what's not working. Um, and if you do need a break, you can always check out some of these armchair holidays or take a holiday yourself. It might be a new scene, uh, it might be new new people. It might be um, that line that you need to move forward. Uh, it might be in your future that uh, in a completely different country, uh, in a cafe in France, for example, you may uh, you may hear it. It may be music to your ears, and then you might be brave enough to actually ask that person that said it to translate it for you. Um, it might be the perfect line for, uh, for your French character to say, to move your story on. Uh, and, um, if you can afford it, why not travel to France? And if you're in France already, why not head to somewhere completely and utterly brand new? Uh, I know that, uh, wherever we are in the world... We have our own beautiful, uh, beautiful patch, our uh, our neck of the woods, that is uh, is a great joy to us. But it's always nice to sort of close the door, spend a bit of time somewhere else, somewhere new, exploring, learning, uh, and yeah, seeing what uh, what other story ideas may um, develop, may mushroom out of uh, a bit of exploration so make sure that you jump on uh, MythMart make sure that you take the opportunity uh, hopefully while you've been listening to this podcast you've sort of had a flick through you've had a bit of a look uh, you've seen what's out there what uh, what you're keen to uh, to buy and invest in um, don't forget there's uh, a number of other new stories that will be coming out through MythMart um, as the, uh, the year rolls on. Um, super excited. Make sure that you check out Open Contract Challenge. Uh, even if you don't have a story idea yet, you may be inspired to, uh, to actually come up with one. Um, and yeah, just uh, keep on writing, keep submitting, Keep uh, making sure that uh, we make the world of myth a, uh, a beautiful, amazing uh, and wonderful, wonderful place to visit.
That's Tim signing off. Bye for now. Uh, and looking forward to catching up with you for uh, episode 215 of The World of Mythbits. <laughs>